Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, Lights, Camera, Wait. This is a podcast. It's your boy, Ben. I'm hosting this week. It is my picks for the movies. We got, we got, as always, we got, we got the main man, Logan. That's me. We got, we got Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm going to admit every episode we've had a little fun thing to do in the beginning of the episode, but I do not have anything prepared. So I think Stephanie is like overdosing. She seems unable to speak. Stephanie? 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 Stephanie, put down the heroin. Yeah, come on. <laughs> that, that joke is too soon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Topical. Oh. Oof. <laughs> All right. Before we get started, though, I want to give a quick shout out to our one and only listener, Alyssa. Hey, yeah, Alyssa. go Alyssa. Thank you, yeah, Alyssa. Alyssa. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Thank you, Alyssa. And uh, Diego, if you haven't skipped through this already, I guess we can give a shout out to you, too. Yeah, hey, Diego. Aww. Thanks, Diego. Happy birthday. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, t- t- Tuesday. Ooh. This is Friday. Mm. Okay. Happy birthday. Shout out to my old boss, Bob. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Bob. I love Bob. Good old Bob. Okay, so my two movies this week was The Lobster and Inside Lewin Davis. Both delicious movies. So good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I think we're going to start off with The Lobster. So, okay. All right. Fair. All right. So this movie was released in 2015. It was written by Yorgos Lantimos and... F- Sorry, repeat that name. <laughs> Yorgos Lantimos. Mm, one more time, <laughs> just so everybody knows how to pronounce it. Yorgos Lantimos. Nice and slow. I think. I don't know. It's not <laughs> It's not Mexican, so I don't know why I said it like that. I th- believe he's Greek. I think they're both Greek. Mm. Yorgos Lantimos and Ephthymus. Ephthymus. Filippo. I'm sorry. One more time. <laughs> that second one. Ephthymus Filippo. Nice. I'm pretty sure. And it was also directed <laughs> by Yorgos Lantimos. So. This is according to IMDb. Uh, Basically, this movie takes place in a dystopian near future where single people, according to the laws of the city, are taken to the hotel where they are obliged to find a romantic partner in 45 days or are transformed into beasts and sent off into the woods. Nice. So, yeah, it's a (laughs) wild movie. (laughs) So, what was your first impressions on it, Logan? I'll start with Logan. Uh, Like my score? Yeah, yeah. Um... I'm looking down at my my notes, and I gave it a 6.5, but honestly, looking back on it, I think that's a little bit low, and I'm going to raise it up to a 7.5. Hey, really? Okay. After after having thought about it for a little bit. I think it's when you got to let sink in. Stephanie, what about you? Um, I'm going to give it a 6 for now. Hmm. Okay. I think okay. I just think yeah, I just fine. need to watch it a second time. That's fair. That's fair. I gave it a 7.25 out of 10. Okay. 7.25. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's going into the uh the hundredths there. Yeah. I just felt like a 7 felt too low. 7.7.5 felt too high for some reason. I I can honestly I can agree with that. Yeah. But I, I don't f- know. I feel like that that's a good score. 7 and a quarter. This was my second time watching it though. I think I would have gave it a higher score if it was just my first time. Mm. But second time it felt different, but uh the main problem I have with this is the second half mm-hmm. feels like it's too slow. It goes on for too long. Mm. Also, because I just found the first half so good, yeah. like so interesting mm. with the hotel, yeah. where I just wanted yeah. more of it. I think that's where my my original six point five score came from. Yeah, was because I'm remembering the opening and how good that was, and then that second half really did drag. For mm-hmm. me. I mean, it was still interesting, but yeah, compared to the first half, I felt like it was not as good, mm. and also it went on for too long. I think. I think if it was shorter, also I wouldn't have had a problem with it. Yeah. 
can you guys describe this movie in one word? Um, <laughs> honestly, the entire time I was watching, I was like, what the fuck, Ben? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. That's I, three words. <laughs> just, I can't, like, just, it felt like, like an indie version of like a Patronus from Harry Potter. Hmm. You know, Patronus, like, that's your, your animal that you turn oh, into. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it felt like for me. Mm. That's fair. That makes sense. I would just call it weird. Mm. Uh, for me, my word was jarring. Yeah. It, the world is very jarring. Sort of the whole time, it, it does a very good job of making you feel that this world is unique and surreal. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone sort of speaks like they're, in, uh, like they're seven years old. Yes. Like if you've ever seen the the YouTube series Batman Piderman. <laughs> yeah, I've um, seen it. Yeah. Like it, like everyone sort of just states things very blatantly. Yeah. And they're either talking over one another or they have long pauses in between and it makes everything just feel so odd. Yeah, it's very mm. awkward. Yeah. But it's and they great. they say things that normal people would never say and they sort of act in ways that normal people would never act. Um and it just feels very surreal and it is very jarring to mm-hmm. me yeah i think that style of like they're talking i think that's just the the director's style because mm. he had another movie that came out like a couple years ago mm. that was after this and it was basically that really? like that dialogue was the same i thought it didn't work as well in the context of that movie mm. for some reason i thought it just worked so good in this one i thought it worked very well in this one because yeah. he was establishing his own unique sort of universe his own world yeah, um, exactly. And it made it feel very different. It made it feel like this couldn't exist in a regular world as we know it. This is a different place with different rules, and people act differently. Yeah, that's why. Because the other one was basically just in normal in the normal world, mm-hmm. and it was still it was still Colin Farrell again as the main oh. dude, <laughs> and it was just him basically being the same guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this doesn't work as well because yeah. everyone else was like talking normal. He was like talking like a robot still, like a little <laughs> little kid mm. robot. So what, uh, has everybody here picked what animal they would want to be turned into? Yes. Uh, y- yeah, I think so. What animal is that? Can you say yours first? Because I'm interested. Uh, I, I'm having trouble choosing between an elephant and a hippopotamus. <gasps> oh my God, that's yeah. so cute. I said elephant. That's so yeah? cute. I don't know why. I, don't I love elephants. You guys are soulmates. <laughs> that's what it means, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why an elephant seems fun. You're just elephants so big. Fun. And also, I heard they um, they like how we find dogs cute. That's how they find they find humans cute. Aww. In the same way, we find dogs cute. Yeah. So I think that would be awesome. Are, elephants are really smart. They are. They're yeah, so cute. they are. To my knowledge, the only creature besides humans that can look at a scene and then paint that scene from memory. <laughs> Well, um, like other other creatures can be taught to paint, but normally it's either just strokes on a canvas or they are being led the entire time to create specific scenes. Elephants can actually go and create things that they've seen on their own from memory. And it's so cute. That's interesting. <laughs> Stephanie, what about you? I think um, I decided on a fox. A fox? A fox. Okay. Where's this from? Um, Just because that's the first animal I thought of and... Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's <a> really. <laughs> Wait, so do you want to be a talking fox? Mm. 
You know what? Because that's not allowed. No, it's not. It's a dystopian movie. So? There weren't any talking foxes. There's no talking animals. At some point when they were human, they were talking. So let me have it. Just let me have it. Just let me. Let me have it. Let me have it. Let me have it. All right. I'll let you have it. Thank you. Thank you. You can't be a talking fox. I won't want to be. In all honesty, (laughs) the whole animal aspect of this movie felt a little odd and almost out of place. Um, I can see that. It wasn't used as much as it could have been. Okay. It wasn't really, but like every now and then you'll see like a weird animal walking in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It, it, added, it added to the surrealty of it, like the camel walking around in the background or when the, the woman that was turned into a pony. Uh, yeah. She's seen later on in the <laughs> background of one of the scenes and I thought that was a cool little thing. Um, but I feel like we, throughout the entire movie, we only ever learn what two people want to be and that's the main character and, and his, the, his uh, friends. The, the other friend. Yeah, who wanted to be a parrot. But you know what his brother turned into? In the oh, dog. yeah, the dog. Yeah. That was sad. That broke my heart. I hated that. Yeah. I hated oh that. That, that was too brutal. Yeah, it just showed That's, him later. Yeah, I, I was like, no, brother. thank you. Yeah. And then her bloody leg, and I was like, oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, this movie was wild. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it was. Really was. It really it was. was. <laughs> like, yeah. half the time I was like, is this really happening? Mm. I liked and it, It though. did happen. Yeah, yeah. 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 a lot of it was weird. Also, I found it strange how... Uh, in both his movies and the other one, uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer, I believe mm. it was called, mm-hmm. he makes sex very non-sexual. Yeah. Yeah. Really weird. yeah I noticed that. This it one, was ju- it was very casual. I mean, this it one, it kind of made sense because like it was supposed to be like making sure they weren't masturbating or whatever. Yeah. So just how fast they would get aroused. Mm-hmm. But even like once him and the heartless woman, they first got that room. Yeah. Like the first time they had sex, she just rubbed her butt on his dick like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was normal. I mean, then I there was that some was sort <laughs> of in, that was intentional, I think. Yeah, because she's heartless. Between him and the heartless woman, it was not for pleasure. Yeah, for her, it was just you know mm-hmm. something to do. It was sort of a necessity. Mm-hmm. They're in a relationship. That's how relationships work. Yeah, which but then they were having like n- normal sex. But also, I think that's when she was figuring out that he's not actually heartless. Yeah, because he would make like a noise. Mm-hmm. And then she would be like, what's going on? And her, she had no facial expression the entire yeah. time in that yeah. scene. Yeah. Um, but I think keeping with the, the idea of like uh, the whole seven-year-old world, mm-hmm. um, everything was very much very black and white. The entire movie, everything yeah. was black and white. It's this or this. There is no in between. You need to choose now. Yeah, that's what I wrote down. Yeah, that like, like the... Uh, you are you're straight or you're gay. Yeah. You you can have a forty four or a forty five. There are no half sizes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's sort of it's a very immature world that was sort of painted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I really enjoyed it and it did a very good job of doing it. And I feel like at first the to- all of the talk of sex and things was very jarring as it was sort of this very immature world but by the end i w- i i thought it worked yeah no i i yeah i thought they did a great job yeah i also wrote down that cuz like obviously the main the main theme is society's need to make us feel like we need to be with someone but then yeah mm. it's like it just creates these dichotomies where like yeah, you either have to be in a relationship or when they're the loner, like you can't even think about being in a relationship. Yeah. Like you have to be alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was, it's very interesting. Mm. Stephanie? At some point in the movie, 
I felt like it was sort of a dark comedy because I would find yeah. myself yeah, laughing. Oh, I was laughing a lot. Yeah, yeah. I would no, find myself laughing movie. and I would think to myself, like, why am I laughing? Like, I'm not supposed yeah. to be laughing. Yeah, when, um, um, I don't remember any of the names. When Colin They Farrell didn't have names. I think on IMDb, they didn't have any names. Did they not? No. Did Colin Farrell's was, character not have names It was either? Heartless Woman. Yeah. Biscuit Woman. Mm-hmm. I noticed um, that. Uh,. Leader, short, woman. short-sighted yeah. woman, nosebleed uh, woman, was it? Uh, leader of the loners. I guess um, you're right. Only the main character had a name. I don't even remember his name, though. I don't either, <laughs> and I think that was sort of intentional. Yeah. Because his name is said multiple times. Um, but it, it was a... V- I think it was like David or something. I think it was something really simple. It was simple. a very basic, very simple name. But it was, it was when he uh, met up with the dude with the limp and... When they had the daughter. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to talk to this little girl. <laughs> just, <laughs> just kicks the girl. No, yeah. I kept laughing when um, the pl- the character that John C. Riley um, yeah. played. The lisp w- guy? Yeah, when he was running through the forest, he mm. would, like his expression on his face kept making me laugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then there was a scene where like there was dead bodies on the ground. It was like in the beginning, and he's looking out the window, and he said a comment that made me really laugh, like, um, oh, thank I hope God they, they have raincoats. Or yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> it was like one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a lot that had that had me laughing a lot. I feel like mm. the first time I watched it, I wasn't laughing that much. Mm-hmm. I was still like being like, "What is this?" But then the second time, I was laughing a lot. Yeah, mm. just like the the subtle comments they would make just made me laugh and all the time. When um, they're sitting on that ledge, the main dude and the two friends, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. he's John C. Ly- Riley's character is like, "Have you seen his leg?" He's like, no. And he was like, show him your leg. <laughs> and then he just went, oh, okay. And that was it. Was it. Just yeah. it. <laughs> no, it's like going to an elementary school yeah. and just walking around the playground and listening to what the kids yeah. are talking That's about. That's exactly I what it, it feels yeah. like. Yeah. No, it really does. And then um, when he's like talking about, oh, you're my best friend. Yeah. 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 yeah you're my you're my best friend. <laughs> who who's John? I don't even know who that is. I couldn't remember his name. You're my best friend. Me laugh. Also, I realized like we didn't get any information to how this world became this world. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't really want to know. No, I don't. It, and the world itself seemed very small overall. Yeah. It felt very secluded. It was the hotel, mm-hmm. implying it's the only one. It's the hotel. Yeah. And then, like, the woods. Uh, it's the, the city. woods, the city. There's three locations in this entire movie. Yeah. And it feels almost as if those are the only three locations in this world. Yeah. Because, um, like, why wouldn't. Because if the loners, why would they just stay in the in the woods if they yeah. had other options? Yeah, exactly. Um, and it, I, I really did sort of enjoy that that closeness of it because it mm-hmm. matched with the rest of this theme. That whole you know elementary school sort of theme with uh, kids only know the world that they've seen. Mm-hmm. They only yeah. know the world that they've been to, and so the rest of this world is just this huge mystery. They've never seen it. They sure they may have heard about it. Um, but they, they really don't know. And even the, they mentioned the population of the city at one point is like 400 uh, did they? or something like that. that. Yeah. And it's, it's very small in terms of like the size of a city and looking yeah. around, it looks much bigger than that. But again, to a little kid, 400 is this huge, <laughs> unfathomable number. Yeah. Wow. And if you think about it, the theme song for this movie is really short and simple and almost yeah. childlike. Yeah, very short, very simple, very repetitive. Repeats itself over the movie multiple times. Do you want? Do we want to get this on kazoo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you got it. You got it. <laughs> 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 
Oh, I missed that. Oh. There we go. Sounds like the Wii. Yeah, it's, it's the Wii. It's the me theme song. <laughs> Literally. Um, that's just <laughs> Uh, I think it's the same note, actually, as that. The mm-hmm. from the now that you say it, I can hear both of them yeah. Yeah. being almost exactly the same. Uh-huh. Mm. But I didn't notice it when I was watching it. <laughs> That's I all I, I could think of. And also, back to the them being all, like, s- seven-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Like, the reason why they all, like, hooked up were such shallow reasons. Yeah, uh-huh. no, exactly. Like, they both had bloody noses. Yeah. They both were short-sighted. Mm. And, like, the reason... And then, like, in the beginning, when... Uh, Colin Farrell's character, whatever, whatever his name was, when his wife was leaving him, and it was just him talking. Yeah. He was like, "Does he wear contacts or glasses?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason. Obviously, he also has to be short-sighted. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And then when they're all introducing themselves, and then um, the limp guy was talking about how his his dad left mm. his mom because she he found a different woman that was a little bit better at math than her. <laughs> like that was it. That was the only reason. <laughs> yeah. Like these guys don't really have personalities except for that one defining characteristic. Yeah. Exactly. It's. And that's exactly what those sort of like elementary school friendships are based on. Yeah. Like I'm not friends with anyone from when I was when I was that young because mm-hmm. um, everything is just so surface deep. There is mm-hmm. no no depth really to anything. Uh, your friendships are based on, oh, we live on the same street. Oh, uh, we're both reading the same book, like things like yeah. that. Um, I, I remember having a friend... Uh, we were friends because we both had trampolines growing up. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Yeah. No, so exactly. They were, they were like dumb almost, yeah. you know? Um, and when, when she loses her short-sightedness, even though they both obviously love each other so much, it, it's over. Yeah. Because they don't have any other superficial things in common. But do you think he blinded himself at the end? Do you think he blinded himself? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah? I yeah. almost don't think so. I mean, he, he hesitated in that one scene. Like, you get that short thing where he's, like, hesitating and it was taking forever. But the it reminded me of that Black Mirror episode um, with, you like, them remembering from, mm-hmm. like, the memory stuff. And he takes out his chip. And that's why it oh, just reminded yeah. me of that. So mm. then that's why I feel like he did it. Okay. But then I go ahead. Oh. Finish up. <laughs> but he she, she was just waiting there at the table, so maybe he didn't. But I'm going to think he did. I don't think so because he could just find another girl who's short-sighted. This is true, but he he did want to be with her and he that's took a true. huge risk to be with her. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking uh if he didn't do it, would he have just run away? Or he can just. Or would he like go back and pretend? He would totally. Would he pretend. just pretend to be. He, he did pretend for the heart, the heartless yeah. woman. He did, but he also learned that relationships that are built on that don't last. That's mm-hmm. true. Relationships built on a lie can't last, and he saw that not only through his own experience, but through his friend who was faking the nosebleeds. Yeah. And I think he sort of learned himself after ruining it for him that you can't build something on a lie. But I, I like to believe that um, he didn't blind himself, but that he is sort of working against this world, these, these black and white worlds. This whole time he's been, he's been you know, bland and he's been following the rules, but he has sort of been a, a little bit of a sore thumb. Yeah. He wanted to be marked as bisexual, 
when that wasn't That's a choice. True. He wanted a size 44 and a half That's when true. that wasn't a choice. And I think he is trying to go against the grain. And I like to believe that maybe he went back and tried to convince her, I don't have to do this. We don't need this connection because we love each other. That's true. I, li- I, I like that. I do do. <laughs> but I still think he did it. Still I think still, I still think he did it. I don't know. I don't know. That's... That's what I like to believe, but it's a good, it's a good like ending. Yeah, mm. especially yeah, because that's such a long shot of her just sitting there, and then yeah. the guy comes up, but it's just the waiter. Yeah, and you're just like, Fuck. A- at first I misunderstood that scene. I had to go back and watch it mm-hmm. because she looks at the waiter uh, as he's filling up her water. Oh, but like and then she looks out the window and follows a truck that's going by. So I I almost stopped for a second and thought to myself, is she faking it? Oh. No. Is she really blind? But I rewatched it and it's, it. it's, yeah, no, she's just listening. Obviously, <laughs> but, um, but what a twist that would have been. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I kind of would have loved that. I wouldn't have. I like the, the twist. I really like twists in movies. I like twists, but I like twists that have been earned. Yeah, that would have okay. just been like. It, it would have been sort of a, wait, what? Because like, what reason would she have to fake that earlier? Yeah, especially if she went into the surgery. It just wouldn't have been Yeah, sense. yeah. But this movie... It, I don't think... Where did I write it? Oh, it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Screenplay. Oh. But it didn't win. But do you guys oh. think it, it should have? Wait, what year? For Best Screenplay? Uh, 2015, whenever it was released. Oof. I just think... I think more just the idea of it is great. The screenplay, I mean, like... I mean, it was just pretty simple. Like, it's it not supposed to be a crazy dialogue or anything. I mean, I think the dialogue really made this movie, yeah, yeah. The dialogue was what sucked me in and made me feel like this was such a unique world. I feel like without the without that dialogue, this movie wouldn't have been yeah, yeah. as good as it was. I agree. Just I don't know. I don't remember what it was up against. Yeah, but there depen- was depends on what it was up against. There was some lines that I was like, "Damn!" Like uh, when they were first um, <laughs> when they were making the fake language, mm. and and then. <laughs> They're talking about all those, and it was just like, turn your head left to say I love you more than anything in the world. Turn your head right to say we're in danger. <laughs> and he said, he said, in the beginning, we had to be careful not to mix up I love you more than anything in the world and watch out we're in danger. That's <laughs> such a good line. <laughs> also, that always makes I me laugh. That, yeah. that makes me laugh because mm. there's such extravagant like, yeah. things that yeah. like anyone could tell they're talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. Because they're getting yeah. up, laying down, getting up. Yeah. <laughs> no, when he was describing to her uh, when she was blind, it's like... Uh, I I put oh. my <laughs> elbow down to my knee. <laughs> I laid down, face up. Yeah. And just like, if he did these actual things, people would know <laughs> that he's obviously <laughs> doing something. And he might as well have just said it. Yeah, exactly. No one was around him. And then it was also nominated for a Golden Globe for the best actor for Colin Farrell. Okay. Didn't win. But yeah. I think he did great. I think, I think he did I good. think he did like, well. To do that with keeping that basically just mm-hmm. the straight robot thing but mm. also there was like you do get emotion from it yeah. at the same time so yeah i think he did great mm. like performances all around were great the only one that i was kind of like eh, was the girl the nosebleed girl mm. i could tell she she wanted to do the robot voice but she wasn't as good at it <laughs> yeah. but like she was still fine like yeah that was the only one that i was like oh she feels a little out of place so i'm i'm curious about this what was the reason for the loners going into the hotel and ruining people's relationships i think they just wanted to break the system right okay i mean they they sort of had a system all their own though yeah yeah that's true so i don't know 
Uh, I just thought that scene was a little bit odd. I enjoyed those scenes. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed those scenes, but I feel like there should have been more of a reason for them to happen. Yeah. Because I feel like there there wasn't really much of a driving force behind it. They were good scenes. They were well shot and they were well done and they were enjoyable, but I just feel like there wasn't much of a reason for them to be happening. Yeah, I think, yeah, you're supposed to think they're supposed to be basically like the resistance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're supposed to be (laughs) against it. Yeah. I guess. But in being against it, they became kind of basically that. Yeah. Basically what they're fighting against, but just in a different context. Yeah. No, they are, uh, they're, the two sides of this argument are completely black and white. Yeah. Like, um, you know, you must be in a relationship, you must do all of these things, or you must not be in a relationship, you must not touch anyone, you must not flirt, like... Mm-hmm. With crazy, crazy mm. punishments for it. Yeah, no, insane punishments. Um, everything was so incredibly strict. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the extremes. There's extremes for everything. Yeah. No, I loved the use of cinematography and music in this. Yes. Because there was... Uh, not necessarily as much the use of music as the use of silence. Mm-hmm. I liked all of the uses of silence in this movie when he's sitting alone in his room, when he's sitting alone in the woods. Yeah. Um, when it's uh, just the two of them in the woods together. Um, I loved the fact that uh, like when they were together and it was just silent, it felt like it was just them. Mm-hmm. It felt like there was no one else there. Um because I feel like a lot of movies can can drown out a lot of feeling using music. Yeah. When silence is just as powerful as music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any movie where, you, where they don't fill silence with music, if they can do it right, it's just, yeah, powerful, mm. as you were saying. That deserves a snap. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Good job. Yorgos. Yorgos Lantimos. Yeah. I loved... <laughs> I loved all of the cinematography in the hotel. I thought every shot in the in the like hotel the was just beautiful. The staircase, just down the long hallways, how yeah, uh, like everything just looked great. The transformation room, I really like yeah. that. Yeah. What do you guys think he turned her into? What is the worst thing to be turned into? Uh, that's what I was trying to figure out. Wasn't there? What was that scene like after that when? They were like doing something with a pig. Hmm. They, they were like a pig for something. I don't remember what they did. Oh, I um, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know, I know what scene, but I don't know what they were doing uh-huh. with it. I feel like maybe she could have been that pig. That's what <laughs> I was. I was thinking that she would be turned into a pig just because. I don't know. Pigs. Pigs is a good life, though. I feel like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is. But I just feel like. You know, he thought of her like, you fucking pig. You know, you killed my brother yeah. mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. That's the, yeah, that's the animal I was thinking of. Just because whatever scene that was. I wish I remember what they were doing with the pig. Mm. But I just remember there being a pig. Yeah, yeah. No, there I, I remember there being a pig. I didn't make note of it, what they were doing in that scene. But I do specifically remember that there was a pig. No, but I think he would he would choose something more awful just because... Uh, he's just like it's none of your business. Yeah, I th- I think he turned her into a koala. That's what I would have turned her into. <laughs> koala. Koalas suck. Koala bears. <laughs> koalas <laughs> are like <laughs> the worst animals. No. <laughs> koalas are so dumb. 
but they're cute. They're okay, vicious. They're, they're like stupid though. If I was <laughs> trying to get back at someone, I wouldn't turn them into koala. What though. would you turn them into? I don't know, like a like a like a like a I don't know, like a <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like I don't like, know. Turn them into a koala so that they starve to death. Why would they starve to death? Because koalas only eat uh, eucalyptus leaves mm-hmm. off of eucalyptus trees. They're so dumb that they don't recognize (laughs) eucalyptus leaves anywhere other than on trees. You could take a pile of eucalyptus leaves and put them on a plate and a koala would shoo it away to climb up a tree and go get some itself. (laughs) I mean, maybe. I don't know how well. And eucalyptus leaves are toxic. So they, they had to evolve this special like system to be able to handle these leaves and they have to eat an insane amount of them because they have almost no nutritional value. So if you don't have a <laughs> massive supply of eucalyptus trees, that thing's gonna die. Uh, but of do you starvation. just <laughs> do you just ever think the director could, or like the writers just couldn't think of an animal because you're like, what, what, what <laughs> awful I, animal yeah. could be transformer? Yeah, I can, I can see that. Either just possible, like, yeah. Either just like, I don't know. Because mm. I think it would have been the same effect to show what animal it was. And then you're just not. like, that's not awful enough. You killed a dog. Hmm. Yeah. Turns into a pig, yeah. turns into an ant. Tend- yeah. Just not satisfying. Yeah, I think turns her into the same uh, dog that she killed. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh, the only name I remember is the dog's name. It was Bob. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize. I remember the first time I watched it, I didn't know that was the brother the whole time. But mm. in the beginning, he says it in the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. I somehow missed that mm. when I when I was watching it the first time, yeah. and it made that killing scene even crazier. Yeah, because yeah. I got the revelation that that was his brother, and yeah. then also that he's dead. <laughs> yeah. I was like, God damn! No, I when he wakes up and she says, "I killed your brother," I was just like, Oh, oh my oh, god! Oh my god! And he's got to try mm. to act like he doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, Oh, and then he's like brushing his teeth, and he's like, oh "It's just god. water it's in just my water. eyes." <laughs> That was so sad. That oh was a really God. sad scene. That was the blood yeah. was everywhere. Yeah. I didn't like it. That was that was cheap. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like u- using a dog's death in a movie is a v- is yeah. a pretty cheap way to get uh, an audience either against someone or just to feel sad in general. But I also heard that scene was like controversial. Well, yeah. Just I, I, I would imagine yeah. so. They showed they a know, dead dog. I know, but just, just in like general. five full <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but just the use shot. of animals, I heard people didn't like. But hmm. they got to know. They I mean, I'm, sh- yeah, I mean, it's I'm part sure of they the didn't movie. actually kill a dog for no. the scene. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they didn't. So people need to chill out. It's a movie. Do they know that? Do they know that, Stephanie? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> People don't know. Jeez, Ben. Uh, uh, so this movie had a budget of $4,681,000. It's on pretty good. on its opening weekend, it made 190000 <laughs> Jesus. But it's since then, it's grossed eight th- $8 million, So it's, okay. it's doubled okay. it. Yeah. When I read that, when I saw the opening weekend <laughs> That's number, I was sad. like... sad. Oh, my God. <laughs> which I think... I feel like this movie, because I think this might be their first like English movie, because mm. I think they're normally making movies in like Greek or whatever. Yeah. So I feel like people didn't really know what if it was even going to be good. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure the the next movie, I'm sure there's a bunch of hype for it. Yeah. I know people like this movie. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that one probably did better opening weekend, yeah. maybe because 190,000, <laughs> <laughs> not good, especially yeah, with that budget. It's really not good. <laughs> um. So I feel like uh, there was one scene that I made a mark of on my notes that I am thinking of differently a little bit now. 
when they handcuff his his hand behind his back, yeah. his belt, and then they put a padlock on the belt itself. Yeah. The place that they put it on wouldn't stop that belt from coming off. Yeah, and he still took off the pants. Yeah, and he was still able to do it. But I think, again, it's that sort of elementary school thought of... Um, what? what? What's Stephanie laughing at? <laughs> Stephanie, what are you laughing at? <laughs> My foot to sleep. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I'm sorry. You just pointed me out. I was trying not to be noticeable at all. <laughs> but I think it's that sort of elementary school logic of, uh, like, you know, when uh, if you have, like, a well-trained dog, you can put a string on their collar and tie it to something, and they won't go past that string because they know that's not allowed. They know they can't go past that string, mm-hmm. um, even though they could easily pull right through it. Yeah. It's it's more the fact that it's there than the fact that it's effective. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Especially, yeah, this whole world. But um, any, like, final thoughts or anything? I think I've said everything I, w- I want to talk about. Yeah. At least I that I know of. Just like the I movie, simple, short. Mm-hmm. This movie mm-hmm. What? This movie was <laughs> neither not, of those Yeah, things. it was not simple nor short. How did you guys feel about the voiceover? The I, narration? Oh, I, 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 said, I said I didn't. Really? I, mm. I said really I didn't it. like it. I didn't like it in the beginning. By the end of the movie, I was sort of enjoying it uh-huh. a little bit more. There was one scene that kind of bothered me. was on the bus... When the voiceover literally copies <laughs> what Everything just happened. Happen. Yeah. The word for word, what just was said on the bus is said by the voiceover. Yeah, I don't really know like why that I did seemed it. unnecessary. It kind of made me laugh. I think it was supposed to be funny. Mm. I don't know. I thought it was also weird, but I didn't mind it. I liked the voiceover throughout all of it. I thought it gave it a cool feel. Mm. But then, and then they also basically uh, explained it by saying it was, it was the girl's journal. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the time... It was. I felt it was unnecessary, almost. Kind of, but I think it just gave it a f- different feel. It did, almost it like it a new. It did sort of make feel. that. Uh, again, it added to the surreal feeling of this world. Yeah, this was this was a very unique world. I'm. Pr- I've probably said that <laughs> several times at this point, but yeah, um, it was. I I enjoyed it overall. I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'm gonna change my score. Yeah, I, I think might, I'm might bump it back down to a seven. Damn. Honestly, that's fine. which is which is still good. <laughs> yeah, it's no, a, it's, it's. I feel like I rank all of our movies seven by the I end. Think I think I that's too. like a standard, that's like a normal, like okay movie. You know, like it was okay. A, yeah, seven oh, for me is better than is okay. Very good, not perfect. You know, but it's solid. It's a solid, good movie that I can yeah. watch. Know multiple times. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can watch this movie. A I lot. think of it yeah. like seven out of ten. See. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I think about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd <laughs> recommend it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely would. Yeah. Especially if you're like you want to watch something that's probably yeah. the weirdest thing you've ever seen. If you haven't seen this movie yet and you just got it spoiled for you, <laughs> go ahead. And watch go it. watch it. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be. Yeah, you're gonna be surprised. Because there's plenty that we didn't talk about. There probably was, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gonna keep mine at a seven point two five. I think. Okay. Seven okay. are, you keep, are you changing? Keeping, keeping yours? Oh, I'll give it a six point five. I suppose. Okay. Did you have a six before? Yeah. Hey. Okay. Here. We I think it just. don't <laughs> want to pressure you. <laughs> no, yeah. I just. I, I can see you. You're feeling pressured. No, it's not. What is your true score? 
It it definitely is still was a six, but I think after you guys explained it, I could boost it up to six point five. I just think Eight. it's one of those movies you need to watch like a second time to fully I understand. I feel the same. Yeah, I feel like a second watch could make me appreciate it a little bit more. But I never usually like movies like this, so mm. this was like an odd movie for me. Yeah. A. <laughs> yeah. A. Would you check out his other movies? Yorgos Lanthimos. Well, it's he did the the killing of a sacred deer, which I already wanted to watch in the first place. Oh, yeah, I'd say check it out. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't see why not. Woof woof. Woof woof. Woof woof. I'm gonna woof. go see who's at the door really quick. All right, we'll <laughs> take entertain a break. him, Ben. Let me take a break. We're not. I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Lights, camera, wait. This is a podcast. Is sponsored by Audible. Go to audible.com to visit. <laughs> I'm joking. We can't get sponsors. Uh, what? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Can we get in trouble for doing that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. No one's listening. No, it's but free. Alyssa. It's free promo. Shout out yeah. Alyssa. Yeah, hey, shout hey, out to hey. Alyssa. Hey, Woo! Alyssa. Yeah, Love Alyssa, you. go get some books on audible.com. <laughs> she loves to read. Use uh, use code PFT to get the thirty percent off your. <laughs> okay, so we just discussed the lobster. Now yes. we're going on to my second movie, mm. Inside Lewin Davis. Oscar, my boy. Oh my god, I love him chill, so chill, much. Chill, chill, yeah, chill. So chill, chill. I love him so much. Oh my god, chill. So much. I'm not done with my intro. Continue. All right, released in 2013. This is written and directed by the Cohen brothers, Joel and Ethan Cohen. Basically, this is what it said on IMDb. It was described as a week in the life of a young singer as he navigates the Greenwich Village folk scene of 1961. That's, that is basically the whole movie. Oscar! But a, but a lot happens in there. So, let's talk about ratings. Logan? Um, so, I'm, I'm giving this movie the highest rating so far of oh. anything we've seen on, oh. uh, anything we've watched on this podcast. Me too. I'm giving it an 8.5. Shit. That's what I gave it. I gave it 8.5. 70? <laughs> I gave it an 8. Hey. Hey. All right. This this was honestly, I am. I thank you for recommending this oh, movie. Of course. Because <laughs> this is the best movie I've seen this year. Hell really? yeah. yeah. Wow. Woo. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, you can never go wrong with the Coen's Brother movie, no. honestly. It was so, so well done. It was. Yeah. I fucking loved it. No. But also, Oscar. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, what a man. Like, what a man. Getting past the horniness of it. Like, yeah, like, no, like exactly. He's just an amazing, he was amazing for yeah, this. Yeah, no, he really totally. Was. Like, I don't think there's anyone else that could have done all the things I as well imagine. as he did. No. Like, I was saying, I was telling Diego um, that probably Justin Timberlake, I'm guessing he auditioned for it. And then they're <laughs> like, now nah, we'll, we'll give you a side part. We'll give you a side, you a side part. Like, you know, Oscar, yeah. He's, he's yeah, no, it was it. well casted. Yeah, it was well casted, well written, mm -hmm. great cinematography, the songs. Which oh shout my, out, yeah. shout out to a movie for doing full songs. Uh huh. Yeah. Honestly, no. And, seriously, and I was yeah. very impressed by that. Yeah. Not only the fact that they had the full song, the fact that it was live. Yeah. And also the fact that I didn't mind. Yeah. No, because some movies they have a scene that you know they play a song during. Somebody will sing a song and it drags yeah. on and on. This movie, I was. It's encapsulated the whole time because also the songs I, I don't think i have like specific examples except for like one but like the songs they'll they'll they're like important to where it is in the movie yeah like it yeah it relates to where lewin is at exactly. in his life it's like yeah it's just worked and so well it's a different type of storytelling for it mm -hmm. and there were times when songs were repeated full songs were played more than once yeah mm -hmm. and i was fine with but it it was just so good it worked it was so good that it i did not mind so well 
we're gonna break this movie down. Right. It's mm. so much. So There's where so much. I d- I love the idea of just following the wrong artist for a week because yeah. it's this is 1961, <laughs> which <laughs> that's the year Bob Dylan signed his first recording contract. Yeah, which he appears in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm. So yeah. that's probably that performance is probably. The New York Times probably wrote about him. That's mm-hmm. probably what got his career like like boosting, like yeah. going. And Lewin just and nothing happened for him. Yeah. And, and we're following the life. The, the first of time, the first time I watched this, and Bob Dylan started playing, I was just like, "We just followed the wrong fucking <laughs> yeah. folk singer." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Lewin's just going nowhere. Yeah, poor Which guy. Which I like. I yeah. enjoy that so like, much. That's a scene like in most biopics you don't get for a life of musician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like normally a bio, like normally it's an accomplished artist they're making a biopic on. Yeah. But yeah, they'll go through hard times and they'll become superstars. But this guy just hard time, yeah. hard time, hard time, done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I honestly, I loved it. Yeah. It was sort of in the same vein as like uh, like BoJack Horseman. Yeah. Where the main that. character is just irredeemable. He's an ass. Mm-hmm. He is rude. Yeah. Um, there, are, uh, there are almost no likable qualities about him. Yeah. Um, but you still kind of root for him. And yeah. you still want him to change. You still want him to better himself. Yeah. Um, and, and it, it doesn't even follow the typical story arc of a movie. It has mm-hmm. that sort of three act structure, but it does not follow the the hero's journey. Yeah. There is no call to action. He's never thrust into a world he's unfamiliar with. He knows what he's doing the whole time. Mm-hmm. And this is his life. Yeah. This is just a week in his life. And I think it was very interesting that it managed to sort of get my interest despite the fact that there really was no story to tell yeah i like the like the thing where everybody's moving forward with their life but his is the couch the cat and him needing a cold jack like mm-hmm. needing a warm jacket you know it's like those are all everything he can get from those life are his goals. yeah and he never moves forward. It's just he's stuck with that mm-hmm. routine, mm-hmm. wanting a couch. Which that's why it yeah. starts and ends with the same scene. Yeah. It's, like, it's just like this is going to keep happening from yeah. week to week. Which is also the Odyssey in terms. It's like a whole loop. That book is an entire loop. Which I, is I don't remember that book. Because <laughs> um, Odyssey? Like the Ulysses. You know, okay, so we you, got, you caught on that um, Lewin is the cat, right? Basically. They, sh- they said it. Yeah, the yeah, mm-hmm. they do. The, <laughs> the, the yeah, she says Lewin is the cat. Yeah, yeah, which is his name is Ulysses. Ulysses. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce Ulysses, it. which yeah. is the Roman version of Odysseus. Yeah, and then um, my friend used to go on a, like a whole rant about the Odyssey and how that book is a, basically a constant loop. It's not I've though. Never, I've never. Well, read that's it. what he, he would always say that <laughs> it's a loop where any t- every Odysseus starts in the war and ends back home which he said that it's like you can flip anywhere into the book and you can just read it and it's it's like you just read it and you start anywhere (laughs) in the book basically i don't know i mean it's not it's it's not i mean it's its own self-contained story but it's also part of a larger story it's only one story yeah it's an eight story book it's huge yeah but the bas- Iliad is another one, which I believe comes I beforehand. So. I have no idea. I, d- I only know of them. Hmm. But I don't really know what they consist of. I don't know, but my friend used to explain the book. But it, w- the way he explained it kind of made sense of why we 
the beginning was actually the end and the end was actually the beginning, mm. which mm-hmm. just from what he told me about that book, I don't know. I've never read it, yeah. but from what he told me about it, it made sense to me. Hmm. But apparently he's wrong. Thanks. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I have no I idea. Know. I can't it's, comment. On it's it. been a while since I've read it, but I don't remember it being like that. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I thought that the ending was more symbolic than literal. There's a lot mm-hmm. of yeah stuff about that. I was there is um, the main one I've heard is Lewin is is dead. Like I don't think it's anything. I don't like think that. I don't think he's he's died from that but like i've heard people talk about this is metaphoric like he's dying he's gonna like kill himself Mm. which i i never was like into that but then watching it this time i was kind of leaning towards that because he sings that fare thee well song yeah he sings a lot through the song through the movie that him and his partner Mm. played together so i was thinking because the lyrics refer to a guy like planning on ending his life Mm -hmm. singing about that kind of and then he mentions like a river and stuff part of it and the his partner killed himself by jumping off a bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking maybe he wrote this, and then maybe Lewin singing this song at the end is kind of like him saying he's gonna kill himself too. And then that's mm-hmm. kind of just a metaphoric of like the guy beating him up is kind of like Lewin beating himself up by yeah. all these actions yeah. he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything he's doing is pushing him towards the edge mm-hmm. and killing himself too. I don't know. I'm not I exactly into that, but I mm-hmm. picked that up on this because I was trying to listen to the lyrics a lot more of each song mm. and that's what I picked up on and I was like shit I, I understand that I yeah. I get that but I don't think that's what it no. was I, I took I it as more of dead. an optimistic ending honestly yeah I uh, um, because he mm-hmm. the ending is almost shot for shot the exact same as the beginning I, th- um, I think it is I'm pretty sure they used the same shots I I saw it as uh, there were minor changes in every shot. There were very small changes. Um, and I saw it as Lewin stopping the cat before it gets out. Um, him mm. singing that extra song, yeah. doing these small little things. He's growing. He is becoming a better person. He's learning. And he is uh, he's growing. That's, yeah, that's an optimistic he's, he's ending. He's maturing. I never picked up an optimism I, on this I, movie I, at all, I didn't honestly. either. I just felt like, you know, let's follow a life of somebody who isn't accomplished. And mm. the entire movie, it's basically him just trying to find a part of himself. But I feel like I just couldn't. I don't feel like he never. Like, he did grow a bit. I just yeah. don't think it was ever optimistic. I don't think the movie itself was optimistic. I think this was sort of, honestly, this was kind of like misery porn. Like he is getting shit on the whole time. Yeah. There is no good part of this movie to me besides the very end. And I think what that ending signifies, that exact same ending as the beginning with just those minor little changes, is Mm -hmm. that he is in this cyclical hell. Uh, he is going yeah. through basically the same thing every week. It's not meant to be taken literally. Like he's not literally going through the same yeah, thing yeah, every yeah, week, yeah, but yeah. he is uh, sort of, this is how he sees his life is going by the same exact thing every week, but every week he does it just a little bit better. Hmm. And I think that's I like, I like that ending yeah, for, for my own interpretation just because it's happier. It's <laughs> kind of, the whole movie is this dark tunnel 
and I don't want to see the end be a dead end. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I like the idea of that light at the end of this tunnel. Yeah. Get busy living or get busy dying. Whoa. <laughs> Another Whip. movie reference. Whip. <laughs> well, I was also thinking maybe it was just him actually getting beat up, but it still symbolizes the same. He's going through the same things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Or I also was just like maybe it's him symbolize. It's symbolizing him just giving up folk music. Hmm. Oh, but in ba- a way. back to his um, friend jumping off the bridge. That one scene with that fucking dick was like <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. he oh fell off god. that bridge. He didn't <laughs> fall off <Yeah>. the Brooklyn <laughs> Bridge. I was like, oh my god, you dick. Hmm. Yeah, that. Yeah, that whole road trip was like nightmare-ish. Yeah, dude, crazy. he was just such an asshole. Also, there's yeah. that one shot when they're in the they're like eating. They went mm-hmm. to stop and they're eating. And it was just that shot of all those chairs. Oh, my God. That's yeah. such a great shot. No, <laughs> cinematography in this movie was mm-hmm. brilliant. The way they, like, shot just, you know, the entrance to Jim and Jean's mm-hmm. apartment door. They shot it in so many different ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. And it, like, every that time I'm like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Oh. No, the, um, uh, going back really quick to the lobster, I think that cinematography was, was bland on purpose. Yeah, it was very, it a lot of static nice, shots. But lots of static shots, lots of just, you know, shot reverse shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was on purpose. Yeah. It fit to that world. This world, the, the cinematography was used very well. It created these feelings, these emotions mm-hmm. in scenes when no talking and no acting had ever been been done yet you got the feeling of the scene before it even started yeah yeah um and i enjoyed the fact that when he was he was alone in that house um all of the shots were these wide far back shots showing just him in this huge empty apartment yeah um and it felt lonely Mm -hmm. because that's sort of how he feels um and then when he gets onto the train it's very close up. It's on him. There are people all around him, and it feels claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. He is so beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry. Also, I was just thinking the train scene. I was like, wow. Also, that train scene when they first has the cat, and the cat's looking yeah. out the window. What a great actor that cat is. Oh, my I God. Know, right? You're so right. <laughs> like the cat looks yeah. really sad. Yeah, mm. no, but you know when they're in the road trip in the car, and yeah. they both look at the, mu- the musician who's driving like together? Mm. Like the movements and <laughs> like Lumen's movements and the cat's movements are like in sync. Mm. I thought that's uh, good. Yeah, the cat is an amazing actor. But also mm. about the cinematography, they made everything like it's it's like all s- so smooth. Like it almost looks like a painting. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know why. <laughs> that's probably <laughs> the style. There's something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. <laughs> I'll cut that out. <laughs> no, keep it <laughs> in. Don't you dare. Keep it in. The, keep um, it in. But the uh, one of the things, one of the scenes that really stood out to me was when he played a song for the guy in that empty theater. Yes. Um, I can't remember what the theater was called, but when he was basically in trying Chicago. to... Yeah, in Chicago, when he was trying to get the job there, um, that establishing shot of the theater from like up on the balcony, mm-hmm. showing all the empty chairs, the light pouring into the room, it's empty. It is yeah. this void. Um, and it's potential yeah it's it could be so much it's looking at this place and seeing this is the future it's it's huge and then when he sits down and plays with him it switches to a a very close-up shot and it's much more personal 
he's not trying to win over the hearts of all the people in the in the theater he's playing for one person and it is very much just this performance in one direction this this solo performance and i just thought that was it was really nice yeah the way that that, that scene was, is so that great. was done i love that just scene. just i don't see much money in here yeah like, damn it yeah. <laughs> like that was so good. No, it I was know. so good. And he's, such a he good just turns him down. <laughs> pissed me off. Mm. But that's like cuz show business. They it they think really. there's no money in folk music, but you know Bob Dylan, he's a folk singer and he made yeah. like he's legendary mm. and he made m- like money off folk music, so mm. no, I thought that was interesting. I really I enjoyed the fact that they chose folk music as this guy's thing because it's something that you don't really see too often in movies. Mm-hmm. You know, you see like jazz and rock and like all these other things, but folk music is something that I feel like is a, a fairly untapped Untouched, market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, yeah, it just worked. I, I think this is the unique. best genre for this story. It mm. like very mm-hmm. much is. Yeah, nothing else. I don't think could have got mm. as. As uh, as personal as it did, yeah, yeah. it could be very personal, mm-hmm. yeah. But also, there is, uh, I don't know. I've watched a lot of videos on this movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's one guy who was talking about just Lewin's problem with inauthentic- inauthenticity, yeah. Because mm-hmm. like the reason why he hates all these other performers, like the the soldier, I forgot mm-hmm. his name, like Tony or something, something. Like he just feels like everyone else who's doing folk music is just like so like not authentic. Like yeah. I think he feels like he's the only really authentic mm-hmm. folk singer. He, I mean, he sort of is. He's yeah. living the folk singer life. He yeah. is on the road. He's living from couch to couch. He is like you could make a folk song about what he's doing, mm-hmm. about his life, you know? Yeah. Um and I think that he realizes that but no one else really does and everyone else sees him as just this bum. Mhm. And but he, in reality, he's sort of living his dream. Yeah, I guess technically he <laughs> is. <laughs> it's not very glamorous, but yeah. No, not all dreams have to be. But like, yeah, you could tell when he's when he's playing the music. That's like what. Yeah, that's he's mm-hmm. best that's at. his heaven. That yeah yeah Cause, yeah yeah because he like straight up called the army man a robot to his face. Yeah, he was like, "What are you gonna plug in next? You got to charge <laughs> up." And then he also called Jim and Gene a careerist. Yeah, at that one point, like yeah. even like which is like what is that a bad thing? <laughs> it, I mean, it's basically just someone doing their career just for the sake of of getting higher in the career money yeah basically like he's into folk because that is his life when he's he views them as doing folk as a way to just yeah get more money i guess basically Mm. and he's angry because they're getting more more cover than him Mm. because when tony i forget what i think it was tony the soldier uh, he was up there soldier yeah soldier guy and he was like we got someone special in the crowd and Lewin's like oh it's gonna be me yeah he's like I can bring my guitar yeah Jim and Gene he's like damn I actually like Gene's character Gene is an angry fucker I hate her I liked her (laughs) (laughs) I hated Gene no cause there was some parts where she did like like feel for Lewin like you could see it like she'd be like fuck off and then she'd be like oh but where are you going and yeah, blah blah there's blah. love in that yeah. relationship there so was. it <laughs> reminds me a little bit too much of a, a really toxic relationship I had in the past oh, so it did oh okay I just I okay. saw somebody that I <laughs> in Jean and I was just like oh you toxic <laughs> I hate her but, but that one scene when Lewin came back from Chicago and he and went there oh and he was just like I'm tired 
I'm yeah. so tired. Yeah, and he <laughs> was like, he was like, I don't know why I'm doing it like that. <laughs> but he was like, yeah. How are you feeling, Jean? And then he, she was like, It's happening Saturday, like <laughs> yeah. the abortion. He was like, Oh, I, I'm yeah, sorry, I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it was just a week in his life. Yeah. It's yeah. so long. It yeah. felt like years. But at that scene, he's he because she gives him the job at the gaslight, the, uh-huh. the gig, mm. and then he was like, Oh, you didn't have to do that. And he was like, I love you. And then she she get that little smile. I, and I was like, "There's love there." Yeah, there she is. cares. Yeah, she does. Obviously, but not enough. No. But also the fact that she had sex with the club owner. Oh my I was God. like, "What is happening?" Yeah, Gina's a hoe. Yeah, I thought it was funny how she kept blaming. She kept like Lewin. only blaming yeah. Lewin yeah. for yeah. the pregnancy, and yeah. then Lewin would be like, "It takes, it takes two to tango." tango. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he's right. No, honestly, <laughs> no, she is just as bad as he is. Because she was saying, "It's your fault. You yeah. fucked me," and it was like, "Yeah, she she's blaming <laughs> yeah. him for her cheating." Yeah, and it's just which like, is yeah. absolutely ridiculous. But I just liked their their dynamic with mm. each other. I enjoyed it. I th- yeah. I thought it was funny. Like every time she'd be like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Although, uh, going back just for another quick second to the lobster with the the idea of (laughs) cheating. (laughs) Get over the Um, lobster. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) But the idea of cheating uh, in both of these movies, um, well, not really in both of these movies, but in in the lobster, it's the one that gets cheated on that gets punished because his wife went on and she was still with somebody because she cheated on him. He got punished for it. He had to go to the hotel and go through all of that. Damn. Um, I didn't even think about it like yeah. that. Yeah. And in this one, it was in reality, it was Gene that cheated. Yeah, but yeah. Lewin. And Lewin, yeah. That's he had a to pay for the abortion do. and everything. Yeah. It's and a scummy oh. thing for Lewin to do. Yeah. Fucking. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> so with the whole, yeah, hit the past girl not getting yeah, the abortion. Yeah, I know. She raising the child. And then he was like, mm. he was like, um, how old would the kid be? Like two? And then the doctor was like, yeah, about that. I just felt for him. Yeah. But Okay, so let's talk about symbolism for the cat. I had stuff written down. Oh, my down. gosh. There's so, so many. So there was obviously just, you know, just the parallel parallel mm-hmm. to Lewin. Um, also, I heard someone else say it represents his battle with his own authentic self. Yeah. Like him <laughs> <laughs> losing in, in, in authenticity. There we go. Yeah. Mm. Like going to back to the army and stuff and all mm-hmm. that. And also, I was thinking it kind of represents like a change in his life. I feel like I don't have this much for it, but like when he's driving back from Chicago and he drives past Akron, yeah. and he's mm-hmm. like, I could go, if I went off mm. this exit, I could maybe change my life, maybe become like a family man. Yeah. But then, but and he, then he hits the cat. So it's yeah. like he yeah. just kills that that possibility of him becoming mm-hmm. just a different man. Yeah. Which the is the cat not actually being the that family's cat yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um I really I loved the fact that he didn't stop. That he he kept not for the cat, I mean, but for <laughs> when he when he didn't go to off Akron. the road. Yeah. When he didn't go to Akron mm-hmm. because it, he is this flawed character. Yeah, he probably and wouldn't be a good he father. He could have done honestly. it. He could have done it, but he didn't, and he knows that he never will. Yeah, I don't know if I say I love it. I I just want him to get better. Like I, Bojack I thought Horseman it was in yeah. character. Yeah. yeah, no, it was definitely in character. Yeah, but it was still just like man. You, you want him to get so better, easily. but yeah. you know deep inside that, that he won't. 
either he never will or it's going to be a very long road to recovery. There's yeah. not one split second decision he can make that's going to fix all of the problems in his life. Mm-hmm. He's just got too yeah. much. And wrong. I doubt I doubt that girl would take him back easily too because oh, she didn't not. tell him he, yeah. she didn't get the abortion. <laughs> yeah. It's like why would she just take him back? So it mm-hmm. probably was best but like at the same time it's just like come on Lewin. Yeah. <laughs> also no, you want him to get better. Yeah. Also I want to talk about the please Mr. Kennedy scene. Yeah. How great Adam Driver is on that. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh I, I love that. Space. <laughs> I can watch that scene so I many times. That. Also I that sucks that, that he didn't take residuals for that. I know. Like that could have made that could have yeah. made his life yeah. too. Yeah. It really could. Damn. Um Lewin. When he's when he just signed mm. off the paper is like don't do it. Yeah. No, it, in in Lewin's defense, when they were practicing, <laughs> Adam Driver was not on point. <laughs> yeah, he was just and doing it, it randomly. It did sound bad. So when he said that, I was totally behind him saying that. Like it, it did not sound good that first time. When they did it that second time, yeah, it worked very well. I also thought it was funny. Um, he was like, "Jim, I'm thankful for the gig, but like, who wrote this?" Like, <laughs> I did. He went, "Oh, you." Uh, okay, <laughs> back into it. Yeah. yeah, there's there's also this movie makes me laugh a lot too. Yeah, which say I think both both this and the lobster could be considered dark comedies. Obviously, the lobster yeah. is very dark comedy, yeah. Yeah. but like I think the Coen Brothers, they're always got like dark comedy yeah. throughout their movies, and also they're always picking like like uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou was basically the Odyssey too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish that movie. Oh, I'm I mean, sorry. it said it in the beginning. It <laughs> says uh, adapted or inspired by the Odyssey or whatever. I'm pretty sure it was the Odyssey. I it would not like know. That. I, don't I don't know. I haven't finished your list. I'm sorry. That's no, fine. Just, <laughs> I love these guys, man. They're so good. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, just great uh, script. I loved this movie so much. I did too. I really did. Like, I've been recommending this movie to so many people Hell since yeah. I watched it. <laughs> it's so, so beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, this is like one that for some reason isn't that discussed in their filmography and I don't mm-hmm. know why. Um, describe it in one word. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep thinking of Oscar so I, I have to get the word beautiful out of my head. Just give me a second. Jesus. I don't know. I wish I had more time to prepare. Realistic, <laughs> I guess. Okay. I would yeah. say it as realistic. Okay. Mine was melancholy. Yeah. I could see that too. Which th- Yeah, definitely... That's okay. The, That's the basically <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just n- almost nightmarish. Mm. Okay. I would go with that. Especially, that. especially the road trip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh that, my God. Yeah. That Dude, takes a weird turn. Uh, Roland reminds me so much of my grandfather. That the that the old dude, yeah, yeah, the yeah. guy in the back. Of no, my my grandfather on my father's side is just uh, like him. Uh, <laughs> that's horrible. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. He is. He's an awful dude. Where I hope Lewin was like, this. how far does that cane go up your ass? Yeah. And then yeah. he, was like, he was like, oh. Yeah, would <laughs> that cane like go all the way up your ass or would a little bit st- be sticking out? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I, that was line. so satisfying. That's I was so happy he actually he said something about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then he came back with a response straight off the I am very badass subreddit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This Great movie. It's like I do voodoo. Yeah, and then it's you like, know, okay. you know how they like sat. Um, they all fell asleep in the car, mm. and then the other musician gets arrested. Oh yeah. And then the keys aren't in the car. Mm-hmm. I just oh felt that. I yeah. felt that yeah. so hard. And he, just, and he just left Roland there. Yeah. And the you cat. never know. 
maybe you know is Roland dead? Did he overdose? Is yeah, I didn't even. I honestly didn't what care about him. <laughs> but do I care? But do I care? I don't care. <laughs> like Lewin is this awful person, but he's not just awful. He's flawed. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between an awful character yeah. and a flawed character. And I think Lewin was a good character that had many human flaws. Yeah. Where Roland was just a vile human being. Um, and he I seemed will like agree. he seemed like he was an accomplished musician, kind of too. Like mm. he was a jazz guy, and like the clothes he was wearing. Yeah. Just like yeah. Just I mean, like he, he obviously. But had he needed some money. money for gas, so. Um. That's true. <laughs> he so spent all he his money on heroin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when he fell out. <laughs> and he was just foaming at the mouth. And the guy was just like, oh, it happens. Yeah, and <laughs> like, I like fine. I like how Lewin, oh, that guy was hot too. I'm the sorry. The poet guy? The, no, the driver. Yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. I think he was a poet, right? Was he? Honestly, I had a hard time knowing what he was saying. <laughs> the way he talked. Yeah, yeah. Wait, which like guy? The uh, driver for mm. the road trip. Yeah, I, I had subtitles turned on at that point. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I did too. But he was hot. Mm. Yeah. For all the <laughs> female yeah. listeners, hey. oof, oof. Well, anybody, um, honestly. To be and honest, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, another use of uh, another good use of silence in this movie yeah. was uh, in Adam Driver's apartment. Again, I can't remember the character's name. But, uh, um, Al Cody. Al Cody, yeah. Yeah. In his apartment, uh, he wakes up and there is no music. There's no backtracking. It's just silent. There wasn't a score to this, right? It was just the songs. Now I'm I don't remember. Yeah, I think it might be the only songs were Lewin's songs. I don't actually know, because I feel like there was some some backing in some scenes, but be. it may have just been continuation from other ones. Like when he turns. <coughs> <laughs> ben, that's disgusting. <laughs> Sorry. When <he> turns <laughs> Like we're all gonna just know that that was actually Logan. But we're all gonna the blame that. No, that uh, when he when he turns on like the record and then walks out of the house and then that music continues while he's on the train and stuff. I th- yeah, that might have been it. I think so. I don't actually know. I can't remember. I'll have to do another watch through. Yeah, this no. is another movie I have to watch multiple times. Definitely, yeah, it is. Fully. It is. Like I feel like I appreciated it the most on this viewing, and this was my mm. third time watching it. Mm. But uh, yeah, I wrote down. Yeah, I don't think there was music because I wrote down great editing with like harsh sound of ha- harsh sound cutoffs as transitions. Yeah, like trains, you would just hear the train noise and then it would tr- immediately transition to like the apartment and just mm. be yeah. dead silent. Yeah, like that's just, that's such a good way to transition no, using went, sound that way. It went so easily from gentle to harsh. Yeah, like that. The very opening scene is very gentle. Mm-hmm. It eases you into that scene. It fades in, and it's just this such a such a smooth scene where it it then jars you several times it, using just harsh editing and sound and things like that, and it. It just flows between them so easily, I felt like. Yeah, editing was great on this. Yeah, it mm. got nominated for... Uh, original song, right? <laughs> Best original song? Oh, for so they got nominated at the Oscars. They got two for cinematography and sound mixing. Mm. They didn't win either of them, but mm. I think they probably should have. But I don't remember the other movies. And also for the Golden Globes, they were nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor, and the Best Original Song. Mm. And the song was Please, Mr. Kennedy. 
<laughs> okay. Isn't that funny? But also <laughs> Please, Mr. Kennedy, out of them. <laughs> but also, there is this one scene that I just really just loved with um, Lewin and his dad. I really I loved that, that scene. That scene that like broke my heart. Yeah. Mm. And the fact like he was singing the song and then his dad like stirs and Lewin's just like whole face like Oscar's. It's, yeah. His acting. That, that scene is because uh, I'm pretty sure he had like dementia or something. Yeah. yeah. And so like my grandfather had dementia yeah. and like there is like he used to my grandfather used to play like um the the accordion mm-hmm. and so like when he was still able to do stuff but he was still kind of losing it he would play the accordion yeah. we, i think we only had him do it like once and like while it was happening you could tell he was like remembering yeah mm-hmm. and that's the same thing that was happening like yeah. while he while oscar while lewin was singing yeah you yeah. could tell he was remembering but as soon as it stopped he it just, was just like, like back, back to just, again to just nothing but that yeah. hope like, wow. in oscar's eyes where yeah. he was just like once his dad like moved he like his face like oscar's mm. acting was beautiful in this scene yeah no he yeah. nailed it yeah he, Every, he everyone fucking killed in this it movie nailed it but yeah. he was just Honestly. amazing yeah that scene like touched me and broke me Boss, i don't know this the, this movie obviously is well written as mm. you're gonna get with any coen mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. but there is a cool little little detail i just picked up on this one when uh he went to his sister's house yeah. and she brought over the the that box and then she was like oh take mm-hmm. this this is when you're eight years old you recorded it for mom and dad. It was Shoals of Herring. Yeah. That's the song he sang for them. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. I, was wow, like, oh. I didn't pick that up. And That's like also idea. the dialogue in the beginning when he finishes the song and then he says, you probably heard that one before. <laughs> Which that's good because it's the beginning and end. Mm-hmm. It just ties together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you hear him say again. <laughs> yeah. Also, I love the line where just, um, if it's not old, but it's not, was it? If it's not yeah. new, but it never gets old, then it's a folk song. If, if it was never new and it never gets old, it's a folk song. That's it. Mm. I love that line. I love that. Yeah. That's perfect. That is basically what folk music is. It yeah. is. I did not hear what he said. It, I felt like he kind of slurred a little bit when he said it the first time, and I didn't understand. Oh, it, but really? I caught it at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great line. Yeah. Just this movie throughout. was beautiful. It just go really watch was. it. Just please go watch, go watch it. If you have not seen this movie yet, and we just, just spoiled it for you. Watch it <laughs> anyway. Yeah, because you'll you'll interpret it a different way. Possibly. Yeah, there's there's probably so much we didn't touch on still. Yeah, yeah. there is no, truly. There's so much. But yeah. Oh God. Also, Oscar's exp- like his the f- his face expression when he realizes the cat's name. I mm. love that. Mm. I loved it because you can generally see how yeah. like he's like, oh my God, that's your that's the cat's <laughs> name. Yeah, mm. and he loved it, and also, I loved it. Also, the scene. When he stops by the dinner place and they're having dinner and they make him sing the song. Sing yeah. the oh, fair, yeah. The Fairly Well song. Oh, my God. At first, I was, the first time I watched it, I was laughing really hard mm-hmm. because when she starts singing, and yeah, he's like, what, yeah, what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> but, <laughs> then, but then immediately it just gets like, oh, man, this yeah. is so much deeper than just yeah. a simple comedy yeah. scene. Yeah. Like, it really broke him. Mm. But, like, yeah, just like, yeah, just throughout, like, like even heartbreaking stuff like that. Mm. Like, I'm still laughing because then, yeah. like, she, yeah. she leaves and he goes, why is she leaving? She knows <laughs> I'm leaving, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just like, no, it, it balances it so well. Yeah. Like, it knows exactly what type of comedy to put in where. Yeah. yeah. That, and um, you, you'll get that, like, any Coen Brothers yeah. movie. And then when they, like, reunite again when he goes back to their house. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, why are you sorry? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is, oh. like, real life. Yeah. This would really happen. No, the dialogue was so realistic in this movie. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it best. was beautiful. Um, yeah. I first made note of that when he was uh, talking to, uh, I'm guessing it was his manager. 
Oh, the uh, old man? And, yeah, the old man and, the old, and then the old lady receptionist, and they're yelling back and forth Yo, to each other. Our, that's just our old bosses. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's Bob and Adele. Yeah, that that scene mm. just be laughing every time. No, I was just like, this is such a familiar scene. Yeah. <laughs> this is what? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, mm. that's, yeah. Good, yeah. good shit. Good, no, this, this good movie, movie, yeah. It was Such beautiful. Such a good movie. Do we have anything else to say? I'll boost it back to an 8.5. All right. Go watch ahead. this movie. Yeah, go watch it. Yeah. Honestly, looking back on it, I'm finding so few flaws in it. There really is. I might I might boost it up to a 9. I just I find more reason to love nine. it. Yeah, you just find more reason to love it. I think I'm keeping it at 8.5, but that's fair. I respect the 9. It mm. makes sense to me. I think yeah. I think the only thing is no. I don't think never mind. <laughs> I was going to think <laughs> No, I'm, we're we're just going to maybe that. talk about the the nightmare car trip road trip as almost like a dipping point but it's not even really not really yeah i don't know why i wanted to say it but then immediately i'm like no it's not why would Mm. i say that well because it's (laughs) out of ordinary from his story yeah Mm. it's like it it was something different i guess it is just like a tone change kind of but it still makes sense i I think it was it was again it was just symbolic it wasn't really Mm -hmm. meant to be taken as literally yeah Mm -hmm. it was sort of this this showing of, you know, this is the typical week. Every week he goes and has some sort of adventure. Yeah. Um, Quote, unquote, adventure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just want to say how trusting everyone was in the 60s with their cars. Yeah. Like, oh, let me just pick up this this hitchhiker with all his facial hair and, <laughs> you know, oh, you want to drive my car while <laughs> I sleep? Like, I... I barely let people that I know drive my car. Like yeah. if I if I've been in a car with them before and they drive and I'm like, "Okay, I trust you with my keys." Like mm-hmm. like there are a very there's a very short list of people I would trust with my keys. Um and th- just the fact that people would pull over and pick up random people off the side of the road. Yeah, strange time, huh? Yeah, strange, strange time. I don't know if that's actually Good how it was in music, 1961, though. but... I feel like it probably was. Mm-hmm. I don't see why it wouldn't, honestly. Final thoughts? Just uh, we're just soaking. Just we're we're just soaking in that movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, we're just Honestly. soaking our thoughts into this movie. I watched this, this movie good. two days ago, and I still feel like I'm. I n- need more time to soak it in. Uh-huh. Yeah, legit. Like I was in bed last night, just staring at my ceiling <laughs> fan, and I just texted you guys. I finally get it. <laughs> like it's just that movie. Like you just think about it constantly. Yeah, which at the same time. I feel like this isn't a movie. No, you do need to get it, but at the same time, you don't need to get it. Yeah. Get it. There's still. I mean, so everything's much <laughs> out there. Like, yeah. Like you don't need to think about the symbolism and all mm-hmm. the metaphors and stuff. It's still a great story, yeah. just just surface level. Yeah. But like yeah. Kn- knowing about like thinking about the symbolism. You just appreciate And how it are more. you not going to? Yeah, it yeah. just makes it so much better. Well, it's yeah. like in your face too. Yeah. Like is. especially with the yeah, like the cat. <laughs> Lewin, yeah. The cat is Lewin. Yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, "Yeah, I n- wait. No, the cat, <laughs> the cat is with me." Yeah, man. Yeah, just we're just soaking it in, guys. Yeah, it's I think just, this is what it is. Because I always write down my rating, and then I write down like points to talk yeah. about. All I r- wrote was great ass script, great ass performances all around, great cinematography and editing, yeah. which is like every aspect of a movie. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. I, like it. This movie excelled in every single aspect, mm-hmm. and I just I loved it. I'm glad I loved you guys liked every it. second of it. 
Hell yeah. All I right. wish there was a song that was memorable enough to be played on Kazoo, but I feel almost as if that would be disrespectful. <laughs> it, it you be. know what? It might yeah. be disrespectful. I'm like, yeah. I, res- I have a respect for this movie. Yeah. I just want to get that soundtrack. Mm. Dude, it's um, not on like streaming yeah. sites and it pisses me off. <laughs> Um, now, I've, we have dedicated every episode so far, the last two whole episodes, <laughs> to someone uh, who is dead. Is there anyone attached to either of these movies who's dead that we can dedicate this episode to? <laughs> I don't think so. Hmm. Not that I know. These are pretty recent. Also, who did we do last episode? Was it? Was it? Uh, it was. Um, it was someone who was alive, wasn't it? Uh, oh, maybe I can't remember. Wait. <laughs> just threw that out there. Honestly, R.I.P. That movie. Um, Spirited Away and Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. We're talking about Doug Jones. I think I threw. Oh out yeah. I think I threw out an R.I.P. Oh, Doug Jones, yeah, but he's alive. Oh yeah, Doug Jones. But yeah, no, Doug, Doug Jones is still alive. Can we just do Oscar okay, Isaac? Can, yeah, okay. just, yeah. Let's do Oscar oh Isaac. Let's just be happy he's right. alive. Yeah. I just love this, him so this much. This episode is the appreciating Oscar Isaac episode. Yeah. Or his fan Congratulations, club. man. I wish you did you more did movies it. like this. Please honestly. marry me. We love you. I just I love you. Please come on this podcast. <laughs> I love oh, please. you so much. I have tears in my eyes. I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think I'm going to cry. And just like stop doing like Star Wars movies and stuff, man. Keep yeah. doing just these movies. Yeah, come here. Come, come here. here. Bring come it in. I come love you. Give <laughs> it, Oscar Isaac, if you're listening I to this, this, if you're listening to this, hug your phone and know <laughs> that we are hugging our microphones right now. Mm. Just on that? a side note, is he married? Is he microphone. married? I don't know. I hope not. Dude, <laughs> there's this picture <laughs> no, of him. All, all three of us are marrying him at once. Can we yeah. please? I just love him so much. Mm. Love him too. We love him so much. He's so good. Okay, I think that's a wrap on on these on these movies. I all right, love you, Oscar. all right. So next week is so going to be Logan. Oh so boy, Logan, what's what's your movie picks? Huh? My movies are Baby Driver and mm. Moon. All right. Ooh. Ooh, we love we love that baby. Can't wait to watch those. Yeah, I know. Mm. <laughs> we have not watched those yet. <laughs> not at Definitely. all. It's we not have like not I watched, watched them yesterday. <laughs> we are <laughs> not recording two episodes today. No, <laughs> no, like we are that not. Would be ridiculous. No, it's not like I'm going camping next week. Nothing <laughs> like that. Nope. 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 All right. All right. Thank you. Bye, mom. Theme song. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Shut up. <laughs> All right, thank you.